What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. Welcome to another episode of the BSR Show. We are the Black Series Rebels. With me, as always, is my boy, Stephen Ellis. Hi, Alex and Cisco. How are you both doing today? That's right. We also got my boy, Cisco Kid. Yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> this intro is so stupid. I love it. I love it. I knew we were going to find one like our old Star Wars one. This thing's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great intro. Uh, thank you all for supporting us over on Cyber Monday. We really appreciate it. Uh, we know COVID has made it tough for us to constantly be pushing out new collectible pins and things like that, but you guys have all been so supportive. Uh, that sale is going to go up until Christmas because I'm not going anywhere <laughs> so I can ship orders. So I'm sure we didn't sell out, but all that stuff is still floating up there. If you're looking for some Cyber Monday stuff, head over to www.blackseriesrebels.com backslash shop. You can pick up a t-shirt, a mystery pack, some pins. We've got great prices, uh, and I'll do my best to get everything out before Christmas within reason. <laughs> within reason. Don't be fucking messaging me like two days before Christmas Eve like, is it going to get here before Christmas? No. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> don't, don't message Alex, however... If you feel like the need to like send a message or put something out on the internet, um, I don't know if you guys could tell. The three of us are having a really good time doing this show the last couple of months. We really appreciate you guys and your support. Um, but why don't you guys, if you can, if you're digging the show as much as we are making it, head on over and I don't know, leave us a review wherever you listen to this show. Um, it'd be really awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you. Give us five stars, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, does, that, does that not work? You can't bully people into good reviews? <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Uh, don't give us a bad review because you didn't like that joke. <laughs> As you guys know, every month we have a theme, and we are currently in the Minty Freshmas theme, which I think I've decided is going to be our holiday. We're going to celebrate Minty Freshmas. <laughs> Every year. Minty Freshmas is a time to reflect, a time to rejoice, and a time to get minty. Steve, with that being said, why don't you take us to our first segment, Best Christmas Ever. So I had to listen to you guys talk about fucking Thanksgiving for like, what was it? 20 minutes? The last episode. I hate seven and a half minutes, bro. Seven and a half. I'll tell you what it felt like to me. It felt like 45 minutes of pure agony because I hate that holiday. <laughs> I'll be honest, kidding. man. Christmas is a close second because you basically eat all the same foods. You do eat all the same food and you get presents, dog. <laughs> it's by far it trumps it. No, no. Here's the deal. Like I have. We get uh, what I love about the audio version of the show is we get more like I think we get just get more open as the three of us. We're not as so like guarded by humor. Uh, no, I just have a lot of really bad memories of Thanksgiving as a kid. And I have I have I have 33 years of terrible Thanksgivings. And I just am like, I hate this holiday. 
and my wife my wife loves it and she's and she's totally gets it she because she's spent some of those thanksgivings with me and she's like i get it i can see why you don't like this i'm trying to reframe my opinion of thanksgiving it's taking some time no man listen i'll be completely honest with you i believe in my heart that i am an outlier in the Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday uh, group of people. And, uh, you know, I no judgment, no judgment on <laughs> not liking it, even not liking Thanksgiving at all. You know what I mean? Like if people hate Thanksgiving, I completely understand that. And I think that there are very valid reasons why you would. So no judgment, my dude. So now we're into a holiday that I get minty fresh on, which is Christmas. I love it. I love Christmas. I think it's it's just a stellar time of year. So just like we did with the rad conversation, right? Like we kind of talked about philosophically what the idea of rad means to us. And what I think would be really cool in a conversation about Christmas is we can do the kind of the obvious thing. We can talk about, you know, our favorite presents, our favorite, you know, family traditions. I just want to talk about like what I love about Christmas is I think it's a really complicated holiday for a lot of people, right? There's, there's, there are some things that are really amazing about it. It can be a really hard time of year for a lot of people. Uh, and I just wanted to have maybe a more, uh, just a, a conversation about what makes Christmas so special and also what makes it really hard sometimes. Do you guys have any, we'll start with the positive stuff, maybe weave our way into some more complicated things, but Steve, do you have any memories of just like fantastic Christmases as a kid? Are you sure you want to do this podcast? Because you're, you're throwing out words like traditions. I mean, I could feel like <laughs> I could feel hours upon hours of podcasts. Okay, hold uh, on. Regarding traditions and, and memories within fucking hour. within reason, Steve. Like you can't I'm just tell saying, me you're throwing out these words, and it's like, bro, you're just. I mean, you're speaking to my. Oh, heart. you know, it's it's December fifteenth. This is when uh me uh me Patty and Bob we uh, hop in the old station wagon. We drive up to Winnipeg. There's this great cinnamon that grows off the side of this beautiful mountain by a lake we pick the cinnamon and then we make ourselves we actually make these really beautiful cinnamon strudels and then we actually fly them down fresh we have a we have a we have a little oven that keeps them warm and we deliver them to people we deliver them to the same 15 people all over the country that's why i can't hang out this weekend oh, oh okay steve uh, i mean bro you just listed my calendar <laughs> like holy shit yep. so within reason steve Okay. In fact, I'll ask Cisco about traditions. I'm going to ask you, do you remember any good Christmases? Yeah, I got lots of great Christmases. I have the Christmas where I scored the entire set to Batman 1989. That, Fuck that's yeah, tell I, me about that, that. That was the best. You came downstairs and it was like fucking Batman, fucking Joker, Robin, which although he wasn't in the movie, but there was a toy. Um, uh, Bob, the goon. And then oh, all the, then then it's the Batmobile, then it's the Batcave, you know, and it just keeps going, and it's that it's that Christmas where mom just hit it went hard went Ow, hard in the paint hit, went hard in the paint, and then there's the Christmas <laughs> where like I got every single Thundercats action figure. It was just like holy crap, and then there's the Christmas where we did Christmas at my cousin's house, um, up in the Russian River. It was a cabin that my my fam, my, my cousins lived in and they woke me up in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve and was like, Steve, Steve, let's go look. Let's go look. Let's go look at the presents, mom. All the parents are gone. Like, let's see what Santa left us. 
And I was like, no, I can't go out there. I'll get in trouble. Santa won't give me any gifts. They're like, no, come on. Stop being such a pussy. Let's go out there and let's see what we got. <laughs> Quit being I, such a bitch, bitch. Yeah, let's go well, look at them toys. Bitch. And I was like, I'll tell you what. It's the 90s. So they like, just fucking I was like, I was like, titty twisted. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> they just needed a little producing. And so I said, I'll tell you what, guys. I'll stay here. Smart. You, you guys go and then report back to me. And tell me what we all scored. And then they came back and they're like, bro, Teddy Rufskin is underneath the tree. And nice. I like, and I was like, you're goddamn right. And I laid my goddamn pillow, right. I laid my head down on my pillow. I'm gonna get some fucking and I went, sleep. And I went right <laughs> I went right back to sleep. <laughs> now I'm about to get some fucking sleep. When I wake up, that motherfucking bear is gonna tell me a story. Yes, he is. <laughs> Cisco, do you have any uh great Christmas memories? Yeah, man. To be honest with you, dude, I was very lucky growing up. My my parents, we grew up in a very kind of like lower middle class um neighborhood and household and uh my parents always did everything they could to give us what we wanted for christmas i mean my brother and i were three years apart and i honestly can't think of a negative or a bad christmas in my life no you know every year i pretty much had i got what i wanted um there were some years where I was like stoked that I got a bike or I got, you know, a gaming system or, you know, the toy that I really wanted that year. But to be honest with you, as far as I can remember every year, I got what I wanted, <laughs> you know? So like if I, my parents figured out a way to do it. And so now, you know, our family is trying to build our traditions, which is really cool. You know, my wife's family is very big. My family's very big. And, we spend a lot of time with both of them and uh, we do everything that we can to make the holiday special for mm. our, our kids. And um, it's just, dude, honestly, Christmas is a special time of year because it really is fun. You know, yeah, all the, the we're already talking about decorating the house the day after Christmas, uh, day after Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? And I was, and I was adamant. I was like, we're not putting up any Christmas decorations until Thanksgiving is done. We're not going to do that. And, uh, but you know what? We're going to go gung ho and, uh, make it as fun as possible for, for the girls and, um, have fun along the way. And I'll be honest with you for me, the holiday season has become more about as far as traditions are concerned, watching the movies that I loved as a kid in, I guess this, this should come as no surprise to anybody who's listening to us right now that I love movies and TV, but um, watching the movies and, and TV shows that remind me of these holidays is what gets me super excited now. So like we'll get into it, but holiday season movies are some of my favorite movies of all time. Hmm. Yeah. I um Thanksgiving was always rough. We would have to visit some extended family members that I had complicated relationships with that were not, not, not particularly positive sort of joyful experiences for me. And then Christmas would come around and my parents, I'm very blessed that they always did everything that they could to give me the best possible Christmas. I'm, uh, I think I've told this story on the show, but there's the time when, fucking scalpers were just buying up all the power of the force and you just couldn't get power of the force toys. So my mom just found some kid at FAO Swartz in San Francisco. And she was like, listen, I work down the street. I don't have time. 
every toy you get, I'm sure she's like, I'll give you 20 bucks for you if you pull that toy, right? And just basically like found a kid that was like, yeah, no problem and made it so I could get, I had none of them and I was obsessed with Star Wars. All I had was a Han Solo <laughs> and I had one Han Solo figure and an X-Wing <sighs> were the only two Star Wars toys I had. Now, you know me. Steve, do you think Alex put that Han Solo in the X-Wing to it fly around? It doesn't matter. You'd have to jam him in there because he's got his bent fucking arm and his bent <laughs> fucking leg. He can barely stand up. Swole ass shoulders. No, but like, you know me. The, I, I, I had two figures that quite literally were oil and water. I was like, I don't know what you want me to do with this, but I can't do anything. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, he does not get in that ship. And I have nothing. And I have, I have no opinion on the matter past that. It's like having a three prong uh, plug. And a only a two prong outlet. It's just like no, yeah. this doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but you keep trying anyway. You're like, I was like, I make it work. Is it gonna work? Yeah, don't if like I turn this. It this way, will it fit? That always sticks out to me as my the the Christmas is. I I remember coming down and seeing the tree, and my mom had set everything up. Like the Falcon was out of the box. She had put all the stickers on it, so it was like ready to go. And then it was. I had the Falcon. I had a land speeder. I had R2D. I had basically that entire first wave. And the reason why that Christmas is like extra hardcore is at the time my mother was working for my mother and father met working at Mervyn's. So that was the other thing too. When I was younger, Mervyn's had a toy department. So my dad was clutch on like the Teddy Rupskin. No problem. Got that for him. Like Ninja Turtles. No problem. Ghostbusters. No problem. Then when they got transferred to the corporate headquarters for Mervyn's in Northern California, uh, Target acquired Mervyn's. So we would have to go to Target every day after Christmas because my mom worked in store operations. So she'd have to make sure that Target was running properly. So she would go in and they had just gotten wave two of Power of the Force 2 in. And the entire she was like, toy aisle. fuck you, Kevin at FAO Schwartz. Don't need dude, you now. Dude, it was literally like my mom. I was like, mom. These are all new. And I had just scored all those toys. And I think my mom was so stoked that like that surprise had happened. She was like, anyone you don't have, fuck it. <laughs> just like got a cart. And I was like, thump, 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 thump. Mom and flex. I remember, like, it was a total mom flex. It was the only other mom flex I had one year was for Christmas. She felt bad that she hemmed my Jinko jeans too short and I looked nuts. <laughs> so on, on, on the day after Christmas day, she took me to Ross and we cleaned out the Jinkos section of like $10 Jinkos. Hilarious. Who would have Ross. guessed that too short Jinkos would have been in fashion in year 2020. I wow. know. Right. I, every time I see someone with short Jinkos, I'm like, I was way ahead of that curve dog. <laughs> way ahead I actually, to backtrack a little bit, I do have a Christmas memory that does stick out for me. When I was 14 years old, my parents for Christmas, in addition to like our Christmas gifts, um, gave us a VHS tape. And on this VHS tape, it was them announcing to us that we were going to have a little brother. Oh, so that's I was, cool. I was 14. My brother was 11 because my, my youngest brother um, was born when I was 15 years old. So... I remember thinking like, what is happening? Like, you know, we we're older already. I was yeah. in, in high school, you know, and uh, finding out that we were going to have a, a, a little baby, a little addition to our family was pretty mind blowing at the time. 
Mm. Yeah, that's a that's what I love about this holiday. There's this weird sort of energy that happens, sort of like feeding into the new year, right? This like celebration. And it just, it's kind of built around tradition. It's built around kind of gift. I think you learn a lot of valuable lessons too about giving gifts. I love buying gifts for people. I absolutely love it this time of year. Like it really brings me a lot of joy to get gifts for people just so they can know like, hey, just so you know, you were really important to me this year. And I've been thinking a lot about the gifts for 2020. And this is, you know, how you kind of grow out of getting your friends gifts a little bit. Like you kind of go like, all right, well now I've got my family. I get stuff for my family, but I know Steve's like, no, I'm always super organized. I get everybody the gifts that need gifts. But like, you know what I'm saying? It kind of changes your like Christmas priorities. Like my friends and I always used to do a secret Santa. We don't, we don't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's something about this year where I was like, fuck it. It's been such a terrible year. I'm, I'm getting everybody gifts. I'm going to go online. And I'm going to find gifts for all the people that are important to me in my life. And I'm going to send them a present and just say, I'm, I'm really grateful. They're my life. Merry Christmas. Like something about that, something about this year, I think this Christmas is going to be really needed for a lot of people, like in a way that Thanksgiving was, but also like Thanksgiving is very much a, unfortunately a holiday where a lot of people get together and celebrate. So a lot of people didn't get to do their traditions, but Thanksgiving or Christmas is a very personal holiday. It's really the people that live in your house on Christmas morning. And then it kind of expands out. Uh, are you guys doing anything special this year? Any, anything planned or keeping it? I mean, you got kids obviously. So that's the big thing. Yeah. I, for me personally, I don't know what's going to go on. I'm actually kind of, kind of like bummed out. Like we're taping this right before Thanksgiving, even though this is the, the, the first sort of minty freshness or second. Um, so I'm I'm going into Thanksgiving on that level, kind of bummed. And then in terms of Christmas, I I don't know what's going to happen. But unfortunately, it's just it's not looking like Christmas is going to be the same Christmas as I've always known it. Hmm. So um, we actually set up the tree this weekend, but I'm not taking down the Halloween or the fall decorations around the house and outside until this weekend. Um, and and converting over to Christmas. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things right now where it's sort of a stay tuned personally. What about you? Mm. Uh, we've got, uh, for Christmas planned currently Sarah's family is flying out, but we're playing it by ear. Obviously we're going to see how everything's looks now. We're pretty quarantined. Uh, if they do fly out, it'll just be us hanging out at the house. So if we get sick, we all get sick and we <laughs> we're in the house and we, sweat it off and we don't go out because that's kind of our plan is to not go out at all during Christmas. Um, but we're, we're still playing up here. We want to see what happens with Thanksgiving before we make any like final travel decisions. Uh, Thanksgiving note, nobody, nobody came over. So we're keeping it uh, pretty chill. Uh, one tradition that I'm not going to be able to do, which really, really, really is going to hurt my soul which is why I'm setting up the screen in the backyard and I will do a movie in the backyard on Christmas. But every year I see a Christmas movie with my mom and dad. I've done that every single year, my entire life that I can remember. We would go see a movie on Christmas day. We would open presents, have breakfast, and then we would go see like a mid afternoon showing. And the tradition was I always got to pick the movie, which was always fun for me because they've, 
as I aged, it got to be fun for me to pick like, nope, we're seeing Django Unchained. And my mom's like, huh? We go see Django Unchained. She's like, Alex, no. <laughs> like so happy <laughs> that I think my dad's like, great pick, bud. Great pick. I love that movie. Like it's it was, I just love picking the movie. Uh, I've, I'm going to really, it's going to be really sad to not see a movie on Christmas. That's my biggest tradition I'm going to miss. I also always get a bottle of Coke. I always drink Coke out of a bottle on Christmas. It's a, a weird tradition. Do you guys have any like traditions within reason? <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking at you, Beanie. Oh, <laughs> I, actually, I, actually, I, I don't um, on Christmas, like on Christmas day, like when it's when I'm with my parents and my whole family and everything, it's like my, we get up, my mom makes this like very sweet, sugary, fatty thing called a pull apart. That's just sort of a tradition that, I, we love and then it's a cinnamon roll that pulls apart kind, right? but but so much better than that and then we eat that while opening up stockings and my mom always just went balls to the wall like stockings had like things in them that my friends were getting for gifts like i was spoiled on like i was a spoiled child in general um but christmas in particular my mom just that's my mom's holiday you know there's these like crazy ornaments she collects and it's been passed down to the family there's all kinds of stuff man um I've seen your tree. I know what's it's, up. It, it's it's crazy, like, stockings. And then from there, the family starts to show up. And then most of my life, it was spent. My favorite part was basically my two cousins would show up from the Russian River that were my age. And we basically hung out in my bedroom with my little DVD VHS combo, little, you know, 13-inch mm. television, and would just, like, watch VHS tapes and hang out and you know, just catch up. And so that was like always one of my most favorite things growing up was like hanging with my cousins. Um, and then dinner and we, you know, my mom would typically make ravs, raviolis and all kinds of food and mashed potatoes. And I would probably end up eating so much mashed potatoes and, and raviolis that on a few Christmases, I, there, I was known to, you know, go throw up. So <laughs> from eating. Oh so my much. God. Yeah. Really? Mash first of all, mashed potatoes and ravioli. That's a tradition. Oh no, dude, there's mashed potato, there's raviolis, there's a salad, there's you know, some other kind of vegetables typically. There's always like prime rib, maybe some ham. Oh, you like, know it's, Bob it's Bobby, the whole deal. It's Bobby's the whole deal. like, Patty, like, get my prime rib. But for the most part, ninety nine point nine percent of the year the time, every year, Christmas was always hosted at my my mom's house, at our house. And there was always at least 30 people at the house and then a few stragglers that would come in and out the whole time. It was the house was packed, hot as hell, lots of food, lots of laughs. The amount of bottles of wine that are consumed is insane. It's like all out Italian family, just hardcore. So hmm. what about you, Cisco? Any traditions? Yeah, you know, a lot, actually. But the one that's going to bum me out the most, and I'm sure my wife is probably in the same boat as me is uh, we would always go to Disneyland right before mm. Christmas and take in all of the holiday atmosphere. Yeah. And not being able Forgot to do that this that. year is a big bummer, yeah. but you know, we're trying to figure out what we're going to, how we're going to accommodate um, sort of like what we, what we would normally do Christmas wise. Um, we're probably going to see my family and her court, you know, like small, part of her family and do some stuff. But, um, you know, as far as traditions, my parents, dude, my parents, especially my dad were big on the maintaining the illusion, 
you know, throughout right. the holiday. It, and it doesn't matter. You know, to this day, I'm 43 years old. I will get a stocking full of presents, gifts, snacks, whatever. And then I will get presents from Santa. Oh, right? yeah, me same. too. Yeah. Yeah. Always. And so the same thing with my wife and, of course, now the girls. So, you know, we still do it to the max my parents are, are like, that's just their thing. And I love it. I love being able to do that. I think as a kid, I probably thought it was pretty lame, but then as I've gotten older and older, I appreciate it much more. Um, you know, the decorating the tree is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to try and do some new things this year. I know that there's a lot of new things popping up, um, sort of like in your car experiences that I've been seeing. And I think we're going to try out some of those things for the girls and, and uh, just try and I think Sarah and I are going to try one of the like Christmas light drive through things. Cause I was like, without like, you're totally right without Disneyland. I'm just like, this is going to be rough. This is going to be rough. Yeah. A, a friend of ours posted something the other day that they did. And I was like, I had to reach out to them and I was like, where was this? That looks really cool. And so I'm going to look into trying to be able to do that for them. Um, and then we'll play it by ear as far as actual Christmas is concerned, because I think as it stands, we're, it's going to be small, but we'll still see our families. It'll just be in a, in a much different capacity than we've done in the past. You know, as we talk about traditions, you know, we kind of naturally go to those ones we had as a kid and a tradition that Sarah and I, I don't know that you know that we do this, Cisco. I know Steve knows that Sarah and I do this, but Sarah and I have a tradition every year where we each get each other an ornament for Christmas. I do, I do know this yes. and I can't wait for you to tell it. And that's a competition, <laughs> right? It's a competition to who can find the ugliest ornament for each other as a gift. And let me tell you something. We set up our tree today and we did our ornament exchange. She kicked my ass this year. <laughs> oh, man. She got me a glass chicken with rainbow feathers, a French beret, ruby red slippers, and like it had a really angry face. It was the weirdest ornament I've ever. I truly hate it. I hate it. And if, if you win, you get prime real estate, like front and center on the tree. Mm -hmm. I got her a monkey holding this really sad star. I always get her really sad ornaments and she gets me these hideous, like gaudy ornaments. So our tree is just like a headache when you look at it. it <laughs> but like, I love it because every year when we open our ornaments, we laugh our ass off. Like it's so funny. Every time like, I'm like, Hey, remember that time you got me that Santa, but he's wearing all denim. Like that just makes our <laughs> makes us laugh so much. I we I got her this really sad mermaid that's just like that her face is just so every time the mermaid busts out, we laugh. Like that's a a tradition that my wife and I have been developing over it's the a, last couple it's a of years. It keeps on giving, right? Because every year when you open them up, you're like, oh my god, this was such a horrible uh, yeah. ornament. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. So this is a question. And not to get political, but is it too far to get like the presidential themed ornament? That's like a different kind of like horrible ornament. So like we're really we're 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 looking for ugly, but you like, know, but, like but ugly you know, sweater, but you know, yeah, but, 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 but what I would say to that is, is that sort of like when 
there's a comedy that comes out that ends up relying too much on the topical of, of the year humor. And in the moment when you everyone watches it, they're like, that's great. And then they go revisit it in 10 years or when every year when they go to reopen it. And it's just sort of like, eh, it worked then, but. That's a good point. Like yeah. a good point. That's how I think about the uh, watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air a lot these days. You know, me, there's a lot of there's a lot of '90s Madonna jokes that like don't land today like they did back then. <laughs> so here, I will show you. Can you guys see this? So that's the the chicken. <laughs> yes. It's hideous. It has Fantastic. a little doily, a cloth doily. Like look at its eyes. Look at its face. Oh my. It's hideous, this ornament. So, like, it's it's really about finding something that you just couldn't believe existed in the wild and that somebody would buy. Gotcha. It's, it's a very, it's not tacky. It's just kind of, like, gaudy and gross. And then mine are always really sad, like broken. I find broken ornaments all the time where, like, the face is just dirty. Like, it got left on the floor at Target. And she laughs and just falls in love with this, like, silly... I have this little couple, like this mouse couple that go together and they look hit. Like someone ran over them with a bike, <laughs> put them in a, a box. Like, so that's, that's a, a tradition we have, you know, we're talking about Christmas joys and I don't want to bring, I don't want to bring the conversation down, but I'm, I'm, I'm nervous this year because this is the, uh, this is a year anniversary of captain passing away. He died on the 23rd of December uh, and I'm not, uh, maybe not the 23rd. He died the day before the rise of Skywalker came out. So whatever day that was like the 18th or something. And I just, it's hard, man. It's hard to be stoked when you're feeling bummed, but Christmas has a way of sort of cleansing out some of that sadness in you. I think there's a real reason why it comes at the end of the year. Right. Like we were setting up the tree. We were doing our ornaments today. And I was I kept thinking about how Captain used to like hate the tree. He hated it because it moved his chair to a different part of the house. And he's like, this fucking tree, this blinky tree. Now I got to walk all the way over here to get on my chair. This is a nightmare. Like he's like I, and he would pee all over the he'd always pee on the uh, like the little skirt around the tree. It was like <laughs> clockwork. He'd be like, man, fuck this tree. Pee right on it. And I, we were really sad we were doing it. And then I just kind of remembered, like, we were listening to Charlie Brown, which didn't help. Charlie Brown does never helps if you're in a sad mood. And I just found myself sort of, like, warming up to the fact that, like, no matter how hard it gets, you always have things to be grateful for, kind of that Christmas spirit to come in. You know, I've had a lot of my, – my grandfather passed away when I was a kid on Christmas Eve. So I've, I have a Christmas full of sadness this is a, I always, most of the Christmas movies I like are also really sad. Like the stuff I really love about them are the sad parts of it. Like Home Alone, I love the parts of Home Alone where he's like with uh, the old man in the church and he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, my, uh, his name Murphy, uh, old man Murph. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. But he's like, uh, you know, I don't get to see my, my daughter often or, you know, my, my son and I don't get along. I think. Christmas kind of has this thing and maybe this is the Hollywood, the Hollywood sort of vision of what Christmas is. But do you guys ever feel that? Do you feel the, 
that sort of weird balance on Christmas or do you guys really, does it feel more positive for you guys? Cause I know for me, it always, it has a weird yin and yang for me every year in a good way. I've never had the, the blues or anything around Christmas time. Um, pretty much all of my memories for the most part are really positive and it's just a, it's a, it's a time of spending time with your loved ones and, 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 you know, it's it's weird. It's 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 the description that you said earlier at the top of the show. It, it's a it's a really it's a time for me where I reflect, and I reflect on the year. I reflect on my my family and my loved ones and and the fun. And it's it's a it's typically always a positive time and and sort of rejoicing and and getting minty and filling your belly and um, you know. I mean, you eat so much raviolis, you puke. I know, <laughs> I know. It's it's. Um, Christmas time and the new year has, has always been, um, a very, you know, positive, um, experience in, in mm. my life. I've, I've been very, very blessed and lucky in my life in general. And, and at Christmas time, it's, it's always been that way. What about you, Cisco? Do you ever have like a weird balancing act on Christmas? Not really. You know, luckily we've been really, um, both my wife and I have been really blessed to not have a lot of that figuring out of like what is sad and what's happy about the holiday season Mm. for us. It's funny that you bring up captain though, because um, we lost our pet just a couple of months ago. Yeah. And, um, and she was the same way about our tree. She, (laughs) but not so much hated it as much as she just thought it was like super fun to F around with it. So she would like, crawl around in the tree and like make a big mess and so like she knocked over our tree a couple of times um (laughs) yeah dude it's funny like and she would do the same thing play with the little skirt and stuff like that and so like this is gonna be an interesting there are interesting moments where we'll think about her my wife and i will think about her and even our daughter our four-year-old will sometimes she'll bring up she'll be like i really miss her today like in like in a in a way that I didn't necessarily expect with her. Hmm. And, um, you know, that part of it is definitely sad and emotional and, you know, gets us missing her and stuff. But for the most part, when it comes to Christmas, it's always felt like a very joyous in, you know, in the way that it's, it's always portrayed um, a very joyous time of year for us. Um, And so this year is going to be a challenge, you know, I mean, like, there are a lot of things that we did normally that we're not going to be able to do this year. And so we're going to have to figure out ways to kind of circumvent those things and find new things to do this year to, to make enjoyable. But, um, but for the most part, you know, being able to focus on the girls is going to be, a distraction I think that is positive, you know, and being able to like accommodate them in the ways that distract us from the other things in our lives will be a good thing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I really do mean it when I say what, what I love about the holiday for me is that I always feel both of those feelings. I never truly feel like I have a nothing but joyous Christmas. I always feel like there's something and maybe it's just, 
maybe I naturally kind of look for that because I maybe I'm as a creative spirit, I like to sort of like explore like what are the more complex feelings around a holiday that's really just like designed to tell you is super joyous, right? Oh, it's super like you're going to get everything you want and you're going to have your family get to open presents. You get to eat food. And it's like, consume, consume, consume. Yeah. And I, and I think just, (laughs) I mean, it's, it sounds silly, but like, I don't look at that holiday as just consume. I really do feel when I'm, really tuned in and plugged into like the meaning of the holiday. I am not religious at all. I totally recognize we haven't even mentioned the big elephant in the room that it's a very spiritual holiday for a lot of people. But for me, it's sort of this moment to reflect on the year and that can be good and bad. You know, it can be, I know there were, there were some holidays where Sarah and I, like we just had really rough years as actors and we just didn't have, money right we had no money and it was like oh well merry christmas and we had a really light christmas but we went we would go to disneyland and that would be our gift to each other we'd buy each other our ticket and we would enjoy that trip together and like that little thing was always enough for me and one of the things i'm really gonna miss this year also is a star wars movie that was becoming a real tradition for us now i wasn't the biggest fan of the rise of skywalker but i will say I would love to kind of reframe my opinion of Star Wars and Christmas because I saw that movie right after Captain died and I hated it. And I know that's why I hated it. I know that's why I truly like didn't like the movie. Like I know I haven't been, I haven't watched it since because I've it's, we were talking about our Pixar and our Pixar story, right? It's like, what was the chemistry when you experienced that? And my chemistry was not right. To experience, and there probably will be come a time where I'll watch it and I'll be able to look back on it with a little more fondness. And I, I hope that this year, everybody listening gets to do that with this year a little bit, sort of like reprogram their chemistry and not let the, not let the sadness of 2020 wear down, wear them down to where they can't find little joys because Christmas is full of little joys, whether it's lights on the tree whether it's fresh cookies baking or just like telling a friend that you love them and you appreciate them. Like that's what the holiday's about. And I hope that, I hope that Christmas can come in clutch for 2020 and kind of help it, you well, know? And to big piggyback on this a little bit is something that like, I've always felt really connected to. Um, and I have my dad to thank for this a lot is, um, you know, the holidays starting from Thanksgiving, all the way through new year's can be really difficult for certain people, you know, depending on what your living situation is, what your family situations are. And so recognizing that people find this time of year to be very stressful, anxiety producing, sad, all of those things is something that like, I think all of us should try and be sort of like open to, you know, and like have your sort of like radar up for, loved ones in your life who might struggle during this type of year and acknowledge it. And my dad was always really good about that. You know, bringing people over. My dad worked uh, for many, many years on uh, on a college campus and would bring students who were alone during the holidays over to our house. You know, so as a Mm. little kid, bringing people that were kind of strangers, didn't really know them, but 
welcome them into our unit and celebrate with them so that they weren't alone or sending things to people who were uh, away from their families to try and bring a little bit of home to them. You know, that kind of thing is something that my dad was really, really good about and just like super thoughtful about. And I'm trying to bring that into my kind of traditional um holiday experience when it comes to how we go through things. And my wife and I talk about this every year, you know, like, what are we going to do this year? Are we going to get each other gifts? And the last couple of years, we haven't been doing that. You know, we've been doing something different. And then we do a little something special for each other after the new year where we kind of just like spend a, a night with each other and do something nice. But yeah, you know, like just acknowledging, acknowledging the fact that like, we are in a position to be able to celebrate something in a, in a positive way and not everyone is able to is I think also important when it comes to this time of year. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Oh, I, he's, he was daydreaming about them raviolis. I was, I was daydreaming about those. Um, <laughs> I, listen, I just hope that, you know, I, I Listen, it's not lost on me how blessed I am in my life, personally. Um, you know, the fact that my family has a roof over its head, nobody in my family has gotten sick. You know, we've all there's food in the fridge. Um, there's so many things that can go on and on. We are just so blessed and so lucky, and so it's not lost on me, especially this year, because um, I know there's a lot of people out there right now that are struggling really hard. And yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I don't want to be a downer or anything, but it's like earlier today I was I was driving around and it's like there's a um, there's a place around by my house where people go to get you know canned foods and 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 you know groceries and things um, that have been donated to 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 help them out. And there was a huge line in Burbank today, and it just sort of like hit me. It was just like wow, like I'm I'm very blessed, and you know what can we do to sort of you know, pay it forward a little bit. And so I think part of the reflection of Christmas time and the holidays from Thanksgiving on, it's sort of like, you know, with Cisco and, you know, his dad and sort of, you know, the new, tr the tradition that Cisco's trying to carry on with his family. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, how do you pay it forward? How do you, um, you know, whether it's just calling up a loved one and telling them you love them or, you know, donating canned food and turkeys and, and, and whatever. It's just one of those things where, you know, it's, it's a, it's a time to sort of, you know, enjoy your family and be thankful for your family, but also, um, help out another family if you can. So, um, I, you know, it's 2020 has been rough. It's been, you know, all these things. And I just hope that, you know, people got each other's backs. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if, Distill it down. Maybe let's just all have each other's back this holiday. I think it's going to be. I think I don't think people realize it's going to be. It's going to be tougher than than we're used to. We're used to being able to do whatever we want and celebrate and have fun. And I think now, even can you imagine if it was hard as it is? Imagine what twenty twenty is going to be like. So I think if everybody twenty twenty one. No, no, I'm saying. Oh. If if you had tough Christmases in 1999, 2000, imagine what 2020 is going to feel like. Sure. So, I, I, and I think that 
you know, this, we're recording this pre Thanksgiving. So, you know, just in hearing you talk about canned foods and things like that, you know, maybe this year, you know, we'll talk offline and maybe BSR can do something really cool on that front in a way that we haven't done yet. So I know I got a shit ton of black series toys. I was going to say, there's a shit ton of toys that could be going to some kids. So going to some kids. So maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll do a little uh, episode where we, take all the stuff that's just sitting in boxes and we give it to some kids that'll appreciate it. Right. That might be uh that might be the move this year for uh, the black series rebels. I know we get tons of stuff sent to us from Hasbro that just sits in a box that we give away. And I know a lot of people appreciate the giveaways and we'll still do those for sure. We'll do a holiday giveaway, but like maybe some of that can uh, find its way to a kid who's not as lucky as we are. So right. guys, this was a great conversation. Um, I appreciate you boys. I like that we're doing these once a month, getting a little, little more open, not just talking about going front to back on a fruit roll-up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Yahtzee. Patty. Yahtzee. Hey, Cisco, if the people want to find you online, where can they find you? They can find me at Cisco Kid with 2Ds77 on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Steve, where can the people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Rex Manning. You can also find me on Letterboxd. I'm sure I'll be updating a lot of reviews on my holiday movies as we keep going forward with the uh, the merry freshness here at uh, BSR. You can find me at Alex underscore Backus on Twitter or at Alex Backus on Instagram. I'm also on Letterboxd reviewing some oh-so-minty fresh Christmas movies. And, guys, if you want to work off them sugar cookies, <laughs> if you want to work off that Thanksgiving turkey, rummy you can hit you them rummy tum tums. You can hit me up on Strava, the ultimate fitness social networking app, and you can track my cycling. I know some of you guys have been following me. Follow Alex Backus on Strava. Let's shred our bikes together. With that being said, guys, we will see you next week for some more minty freshness goodness. guys i'm here at pixar i'm about to go in uh start working on a collaboration project with pixar just kidding man i don't play that soft little baby shit man that's satan all day that evil satan stuff heavy metal shit man i don't fuck around with a little baby shit <laughs>